بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد My brothers and sisters, yesterday we spoke about this deen, this beautiful deen of ours, which was chosen for us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and given to us as his gift. And the fact that we should reflect on this and have qadr for this, have value for this. Let me ask you a question today. The question is, we know about standard exams where you study for the exam then you go into the on the day of the exam you don't know what the questions are you go in lot of tension and then you get a question paper and you pass or fail based on how you answer the questions you also have in this world in some places what is called an open book exam so there is a question paper and the book is also there so you can refer to the book and answer the questions. So this is very easy, right? How about an exam? Supposing I tell you there is an exam where the question paper is given to you in advance, many days before the exam, right? These are the questions given to you in advance. Take your time. Book is there to study. All resources are there. Time is there. Study the questions. Study the answers for these questions. Get yourself everything ready. Even write it in advance. Keep everything written. And on the day of the exam, you simply present what you wrote. Uh, can there be anything easier than this? This is our thing. This is our thing. We have been told that there are seven questions. If we answer those correctly, inshallah we pass. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy no matter what. But if we answer them correctly, we pass, inshallah. Seven questions, that's it. Three questions about what we believe, aqidah. Four questions about amal. Three questions in the cover, in the grave. And four questions when we go on the Day of Judgment. We have been told what are the questions. Eh? What are the questions? Three questions in the cover. What are they? Who is your Rabb? Second one. What is your Deen? And third one. What do you say about this person, this man who was sent among you? Sallallahu alayhi wa that's it, three questions. And we have been told those questions in advance. And then when we go on the day of judgment, four questions. What did you do with the time that I gave you? Time is life. What did you do this time? Then in that time, what did you do with the early part of that time, with the youth? In your youth, meaning when you had strength and power and what you could do, what did you do in that time? Third one, what did you do with the knowledge that I gave you? And fourth one, what did you do with the wealth? How did you earn it and where did you spend it? Khalas, four questions. 
But there is a trick. What is the trick? The trick is that these are not questions which we can memorize the answers and then we can just simply give the answers. No. The answers will literally be given by us but not with this tongue. Not with this tongue. اليوم نختم على أفواهه وتكلمون أيديه وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون. Our life will speak. I cannot say Rabbi Allah if I committed shirk. I may I can memorize Rabbi Allah. How how long? Two words. Rabbi Allah. خلاص. It won't come out. My life will speak. I cannot say Rabbi Allah if my life is. I cannot say Deen Islam if my if I was not living on Islam, if I was not practicing Islam. Somebody asked me a question. There are uh, we we have some secular Muslims. Say so what is that? You don't know what is secular Muslims? I say let me ask you a question. What is halal pork? Oh, how can there be halal pork? Actually, how can be how can there be a secular Muslim? A Muslim is who? One who practices Islam or one who knows about Islam? Anne Marie Chamel, who was the head of head of the Department of uh, Islam in uh, Harvard for years, she's written some very nice books. She's written a book on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, on the Sira and many things. Fluent in Arabic, everything. She probably, not probably, she absolutely, definitely knew more about Islam than I do. But Allah knows best what she died on. But she was a Lutheran Christian. So knowing about Islam and practicing Islam are two different things. Anybody can know about Islam. Anybody, I can know about Hinduism. I can know about Sikhism. I can know about anything. Christianity. If I study, I know about it. But if I study Christianity, Christianity, do I become a Christian? No. A Muslim is one who practices, who lives by Islam, not somebody who knows about Islam. So, if I the question in the in by khabar, so what is your deen? I cannot say my deen is Islam if I did not practice Islam. And then, what do you say about this person who was sent among you? Will I be able to say he is Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? I am his ummati. I made his itiba. Can I say this? I can say this if I did it. But if I did not do that, if I did not follow the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallam, if I went against the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallam, he said do something. I did the opposite. Then how will it be? So as I said, the issue is not the questions we know already. It is the easiest thing in the world. That is why Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu anha, our mother, she said, every person is an author. She said, every human being is an author. Their book will be published on the day of judgment. And Allah mentioned this in the in in, in the Quran. Allah said, the kitab will be given. In the yamin or shiman, on the right hand or the left hand, 
And how beautifully Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described. He said the one who gets it in his right hand, he will go around, see, see, see what's in it. Look, look, look. I got the book in my marriage. See what's in the book. Eh? He's so happy. He will go and tell people, listen. But somebody who gets the book behind their back or who gets the book in their left hand, may Allah protect us from this. But who wrote that book? We wrote it. It is my book. I am saying that because the beauty of the thing being your book and my book is that as long as that book is in our hands, we can write whatever we want, we can remove whatever we want, we can delete it, we can rewrite it, we can write something new. Complete control Allah has given. There is no problem. As long as the door, the, the eyes are open, the door of istighfar and tawbah is open, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah will forgive all sins, whatever we ask Allah to forgive, Allah will forgive. No matter what I did, I can make istighfar and tawbah, no matter how bad it was, whatever it was. Of course, there are rules for this. If I hurt somebody else, then I have to make up with them. But other than that, definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah will forgive. So if I land up on the day of judgment with my book, with stuff in it, which I am regretting, then it means what? It means I had the opportunity, the kitab was in my hand, but I didn't bother. I didn't read it, I didn't take, I didn't care. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, La, la zulm al Allah says, there's no zulm on the day of judgment. You will submit your own paper and you will be the one who will correct your own paper. This is my paper, this is the book was given to you. What's in it is your responsibility. So I remind myself and you, and that's why I said, and maybe later, next time I speak, we'll talk about the way shaitan deceives us. But the point is that these are the seven questions that we should be really concerned about. Yesterday, as I said, some things we worry about and some things we don't worry about. The unfortunate thing is shaitan makes it such that it is the opposite. What I should not worry about, I worry about. And what I should worry about, I don't worry about. This is the problem, right? So these seven questions are the things that we should be really concerned about. With regard to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is there any shirk in my life? Immediately, if it is there, remove it. With regard to my deen, am I following my deen to the best of my ability? As far as possible, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for mistakes we make, but at least we should make the effort. With Rasulullah same thing. Do I follow the sunnah? Sunan of Rasulullah Do I follow his sunnah? What I cannot do, I cannot do. We ask Allah to forgive, but whatever I can do to the best of my ability. And then my time and life, how am I spending it? Am I conscious of that? And I, am I doing the right things in it? As far as my strength and so on is concerned, same thing. Then my knowledge, whatever I know, even if it's small. Am I practicing it? And where it is applicable, am I also communicating? And the last thing, extremely, extremely important, my wealth, where am I, is the source halal? Is the place I am spending it, is it halal? That's it. This is what we should be concerned about. And inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, if Allah gives the tawfiq and the life, we'll talk about this more inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu to enable us to straighten and align our priorities in a way which becomes beneficial for us insha'Allah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to do that and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive whatever 
لغزات واٹ ایور مسٹیکس واٹ ایور شارٹ کمنگز اینڈ شارٹ فالس دیر آر وی آس کلو سبحان تعالیٰ ٹو کور اس ود از مرسی اینڈ از فوگیونس اینڈ ٹو فوگیو دوز ان شاء اللہ وصلی اللہ علیہ نبی الکریم علیہ وصحبی اجمعین برحمۃ کرم